Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? So, Chris, uh, you want to explain where you're at? A nice, I am down in, uh, down in Ocean City, New Jersey. We got the beach is, oh no, this way. I guess you can't really see from the porch, but. Nice. Perfect not, potting spot. Not a, not a great view, but we got good lighting here. Forgot all my, my mic and my laptop, but. Hey, we, we no. power through. We'll, we power we through. make it work. Yeah, we power through. Uh, so, before we get started in any any sports-related topics, there's a phenomenon going on within our country. Within, uh, It's very important. It's, it needs to be talked about. The Minions movie has been released. The rise of Gru has happened. So, yesterday, last night, 10.10 is the movie time. P.M. So, I expect that the, like, when I bought tickets, the theater was empty. Figured it would just be me and my buddies, maybe a couple other groups of people. It was packed. A packed showing. Uh, before the movie started, we cheered. We, we celebrated before it started. The first time we saw a minion, everybody clapped. <laughs> uh, and what was surprising to me was I thought that would be it. Like, all right, the, we clapped at the beginning. We maybe we'll clap at the end, call it a day. People were laughing the whole time. And that movie was not funny at all. Really? No. No. Oh, that's disappointing. No. Have you seen the trailer? I guess the first – no. Uh, I, get, I probably have. The first Minions movie was not funny. Yeah. the I didn't see the first one. I didn't see the first Minions movie. Oh, okay. the, I've only seen the first two Despicable Me's. Right. And now – Yeah, I've Minions seen those two and Minions. I haven't seen Despicable Me 3. And obviously, <laughs> I haven't seen Rise of Gru. That's his brother, Just the name, right? though, makes me want to see it. I, I know, I know, and it's, uh, so, the, I won't get into any spoilers or anything, it is, I guess, opening weekend, but it is destroying, <laughs> it's, I mean, not, I guess not destroying, it's doing perfect in the box office, because all people our age are going, just for the jokes, just for going to go see the Minions yeah. movie. When people want to see the Minions. Yeah, they, they do, and it's, there wasn't a kid, like, under the age of probably 15 in there. 14 uh and there was probably no I'm one curious, older. like a showing that's at 10 10 yeah i know because there's not gonna know be what any kind of crowd you're gonna get i guess just bronies just, like you yep just a bunch of bunch of kids that have nothing better to do than go <laughs> on a tuesday night uh the the amount of people laughing during the movie though was what made me laugh like ev- mm-hmm. and i couldn't every time there'd be just be i would be sitting there dead silent and there would be pockets of people just hooting and hollering throughout the whole mm-hmm. movie and i was just like what is going on this movie is garbage um so i uh i would recommend going to see it just to see what your theater's like just for the experience just for the theater experience well i feel like there's such a short window though where the theater will be electric like that yeah it, you got to get quickly you got to go quickly yeah. within i'm guessing within the weekend it won't be probably yeah won't be packed or anything but well, it was like that with Batman. I thought when we went to see Batman that it would be packed. But it was like a week and a half after, maybe. And the theater was like 35% full, maybe. Really? For yeah. Batman? That's surprising. For Batman, yeah. Uh, so, Chris, you always harp on me because I always think every movie is good. Uh, I've, seen, cool. I've seen a couple movies lately. Uh, Jurassic World oh. in the theaters and Minions. I heard that got terrible reviews. It's awful. Jurassic World is okay. terrible. Really, really bad. Well, how many? This is like the third one, right? Yeah, and it's the they advertise it as like dinosaurs going into the world, and then they go and they go into a dinosaur sanctuary. So it's just like Jurassic Park. Is that not what? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just like <laughs> Jurassic Park, and the, the that movie. I could get a whole. I could do a whole pod on how much that movie blew. The people, yeah, I'm not going to, but I, I'd say I could. The uh, the characters would just show up randomly. They'd be like, you could see like in one scene, the, like a plane crashes, and you see it all the way over there, and you see it from one, another character's perspective, and then like two minutes later, they just meet up. <laughs> it just uh, the whole the whole thing doesn't make any sense. But anyways. That's the theater experience I've had so far. I just wanted to show you that I don't like every movie. 
or love every movie. I also I didn't. That, love that was the Stranger. whole point. Yeah, just wanted to prove to you that I don't love everything. How many movies are you seeing in theaters? I love the recently. theaters. Also, uh, all right. There is also another epidemic that's going on at the mall. You know how they change it to AMC. This is all. If you're not around here, you're not going to notice this. But mm-hmm. AMC has now bought uh, Bowtie Cinemas in the mall. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And they got rid of the popcorn buckets. It's it. I bought. I spent ten bucks on a large, and they gave me a bag. And what? It was awful. You did, bag, so you don't have the lid where you can like. It makes it super easy to share. You don't have the lid. You don't have free refills. You don't have, and it's also not the same size of the bucket. It's outrageous. I don't know what type of well, future we're living in, I, but I, we're downgrading. The, the refills I did always think was kind of a con because you pay for the free refill that's like incorporated in the price. But those things are so big, like you're never getting a free refill, and you have to get up during the movie. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I, I uh... it's like getting a souvenir soda that's like forty ounces. It's like, are you actually going to get the refill though? Hey, there's. I'm a hungry. I'm a. I'm a hungry man in the theater. I love my popcorn. So sometimes I have to refill. All right. But, it is. That is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. This is supposed to be the future that we're living in, uh, and we're only going backwards. But. Anywho, let's get into some sports. Let's get into a very controversial trade that happened within the NBA. And that is Mr. Rudy Gobert, everyone's favorite. Every, every, I mean, who doesn't love Mr. Rudy COVID. Gobert, right? Patient uh, zero. Oh, sorry. I got a, a, a question, my opinion on the new Top Gun. I liked it. thought it was a good movie. Um, anyways, because I, I also saw that in the theaters. I've been to the theaters a lot lately. Uh, <laughs> it's been spending the pretty penny on the theaters too. All your whole salary is just going to movie theaters. <laughs> exactly. <too. laughs> um. Anywho, Rudy Gobert gets traded for a king's ransom by the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's like the Anthony Davis trade. It is like the Anthony guy Davis can't trade shoot. for a guy who can't shoot, can't really dribble, uh, and is only good at perimeter or not perimeter inside defense yeah it's basically a non-factor in the playoffs yeah who's been literally played out of the playoffs for three years in a row yeah well all right so at first when i saw that they made this trade my initial reaction was oh that's interesting because now he plays with edwards and russell and then i was like wait a minute they have a center yeah and their center is like one of the best centers yeah because he can spread the floor have another one (laughs) so now they're going to move, I'm guessing they're going to move Carl Anthony Towns to the four, and they're going to run D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, uh, Rudy Gobert, um, crap, Cat, and uh, one other player that they have. But what I just don't understand is they, they think they're going to the finals. Like, this is a trade that you make if you're going to the finals. Mm-hmm. And... The the timeline is not adding up. You you have Anthony Edwards, twenty years old, can't even buy a legal drink yet, and you're gonna build this contender team around him without any first round picks for the next for the next seven years. It's very strange. It is. Strange. It doesn't make any sense. The other thing is you also now have two sets of guys that don't play well together. Because Edwards and D'Lo, I feel like, don't really fit well. And now you get Towns and Gobert, where, like, in today's NBA, teams don't run two big guys like that. People don't run one big like, guy in the playoffs. Like, the, the, the guys, like, the two Gobert. teams that were in the finals. Yeah, they're, it's, all, it's all about positionless basketball and not having a center, yeah. and it's all about running around and crap like that. And then when you get a guy like Rudy Gobert, who gets played off the court every playoffs... Mm-hmm. How do you think you're going to make it past the first round? Like, I don't know. And I liked this Minnesota team. I thought they were building it well. I thought they were doing stuff right. And you trade Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, uh, the first-round pick from this year, Jared Vanderbilt, and then one, two, three, four, five first-round picks. Basically six because Walker Kessler is a first-round pick. Yeah. I just don't see – it's so – what I've been hearing is that it's it's new owner syndrome. They got the new owner, mm-hmm. so now it's like now let's flex on what we got. And Yeah, A Rod, right? 
Yeah, I think so. A Rod is part of it. He's part, part of, of that group. Uh, my question is: When Rudy Gobert is 36, 37 in three years, they're gonna have to hand him a check for forty-seven million dollars, mm-hmm. and also hand a check to Cat for like fifty million dollars. So now two centers, you're paying a hundred. You're paying like a hundred million dollars. Not no, way more than that. You're paying uh five hundred million dollars for for the next five years yeah no it's not a sustainable roster at all no it's not and like there's no way and every time teams try to do this i feel like put two got like have your strength down low mm-hmm. it never worked no and it's also it's like since the, like uh, the spurs in the late 90s with robinson and duncan but that was robinson and duncan we're talking about this right is yeah Townsend, and it was Bear. a completely different that that's pre-steph curry basketball also yeah, exactly. This is a, a new era of basketball, a centerless basketball uh, era, and now this team thinks they can compete with two. Yeah. You traded for the best player at the most useless – or with the most useless skill set. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, like, a, a, the analytic people are going to be like – Or as if he was a top five player in the league. Yeah, and this – also, this just – this happened, and every team that wanted Durant was just like, well – we're not like how are you gonna get a package because now you have to package something right. better than this better uh-huh. than this and it's already six first round picks so so i like uh, yeah they kind of just ruin the market for for everyone who wants a superstar now and it's funny well, i don't know but like if it, it depends on who has leverage in that scenario because like the nets well, obviously the Nets have leverage because he's under contract, but at the same time, if he's not going to play, like you're not going to not trade him just because you get four first round picks instead of seven. That's true. That's true. Uh, the I don't I don't know. I think I guess this fit will will be fun. They'll be good in the regular season. They'll have a great regular season actually, and they'll be a defensive, I guess, powerhouse. I don't know. Because when you put in, just like having. What's on that team is good at defense? Say again? Who else on that team is good at defense other than Gobert? I know. They traded all of them away. Vanderbilt and Be- uh, Beverly were their two great defensive yeah, guys. Yeah, like Edwards Kilo. is athletic, but. But he also, he he plays to get steals good defense. instead of good defense. Right. Uh, D'Lo sucks defense, right? D'Lo. D'Lo can't, hasn't played defense ever. Cat soft. Cat soft. And it's funny, it's talk about soft. Now you have two centers that are soft. Like Rudy Gobert is yeah, he's a great defensive player, but he's still soft. You never see mm-hmm. Rudy, like you never see Rudy Gobert hyping up the team or honestly ever being respected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you're you're hitching your wagon on uh, a very limited player. That's the yeah. bottom line. He also went from like the most irrelevant NBA city in the country to like the third most irrelevant NBA city. Like but, Utah and Minnesota is not even that good of a move for him personally. No, I know. And it's, I saw arguments. It's like, oh, well, if you're Minnesota, you know, you want a star that's going to want to be there. And I guess, I guess Rudy Gobert is going to want to be there. But still, it's, it's not like you're trading for Anthony Davis. Why? Yeah. Uh, so that was another, that was the first big trade that happened. Uh, another one that you actually just didn't even know about caught you caught you slipping, but blew under my radar. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my Boston Celtics improved. They got Malcolm Brogdon for Daniel Tice, Aaron Neesmith, and a bunch of uh, bench players and one first round pick. It's a uh, it's it's not a like it's a great trade for the Celtics. They they get. A nice bench piece that has had a lot of injury problems, but this team is, you know, is very switchable. Has basically they just wanted now with White, Brogdon, and Smart, it's just all right. Clearly, Brad Stevens has a type. <laughs> They're all just, yes. just defensive mindset <laughs> mindset players who can pass the ball and are iffy shooting. But I like mm-hmm. this. I like to be able to score off the bench. Give uh, well, Brogdon's a better score than. White and smart, isn't he? Yes, I would. Yeah, he's a twenty-point game scorer. Oh, he, he's got to get most of the minutes there. Like you slide smart back into the six-man role, kind of. 
Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. They have a lot of versatility with this team. You can either start smart, you can either start Brogdon, uh, and then you have White off the bench, at least. Mm-hmm. And the whole point guard, like, it's it's not a bad thing to have too many good point guards. So they, they have that. and Especially for a team that struggles with dribbling the ball. Yes, this guy can dribble, which I love. Yeah, I mean, ball handlers is big. Yep. They also signed uh, Dallo Gallinari and Danilo. another... Danilo, yeah, okay. Uh, another great fit, another wing player that can sub out. He's, with... he's a professional shooter. Professional shooter. What fu- he is. It's funny, the uh, I was because I was reading stuff about him after he got signed with them. Apparently he doesn't move, which is perfect for the Celtics. No. None of them. All he does is shoot. No, and it doesn't matter, though. He do- he, he's a professional shooter. So mm-hmm. uh, some guy who can give us some spark off the bench. Uh, Tatum can sub out for him. Uh, Brown can sub out for him. Just another wing that can help out the Celtics team. Not a lot of risk with either of these moves, and great upside if they work out. Yeah, I mean, they didn't, like, the depth that they gave up wasn't really, or weren't really guys even that they used. No, none of them played in the playoffs. Or, like, late in the playoffs. Yeah, right. So... It seems, I mean, you gave up the first-round pick. That seems like the only really useful thing, honestly, that you gave up. I'm interested to see, interested to see what the Pacers do with all these guys. Yeah, I, I, it is going to be interesting to see what they do. They, of course, have uh, Turner available because he's always available. Uh, I don't know. I, do you think he'll ever get traded? Maybe. What does his contract look like? I, I don't know. It can't be that bad. He must have signed it four or five years ago because he's been with the damn Pacers for forever and been available to any team forever. Yeah. Well, now they have Jalen Smith. Yeah. Who I think they actually really like. So now there might be a little bit more urgency to move him. But he does. He really does seem like a guy that nobody wants. Yeah, and it's funny because... I don't know why. I think it's because he's not going to be able to play in the playoffs. Like... You know, Turner yeah. is going to be one of those guys, like we just talked about with Gobert, that will play himself out of the playoffs if they're not playing a, a Jokic or a Embiid or whatever mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Right. So, I don't know where that goes. Maybe it's some three-way with Durant, but I really don't want to talk about Durant. I'm tired of tired of all that situation. Uh, speaking of the Nets... Do you think, do you think it happens before the season? Before the season? I, I, like it's so unpredictable because it is. they, I, I if I'm the Nets, I'm doing I'm just saying telling Durant like unless we get a God's God's King's ransom, we are just gonna, you know, stay put and run it back mm-hmm. because they actually don't have a bad team. They have no, they don't. They they retained a lot of the guys like Patty Mills, uh, and they got they just got T.J. Warren for the bench. They actually have a good depth team and you'll have simmons yeah everybody everybody loves simmons (laughs) and but weren't we talking about when this harden trade happened that simmons was like the perfect guy to play with durant and kyrie because that's what people forget is at the time of the trade like the real bummer for the nets was that they was the first harden trade where they gave up so much this trade was not that bad for them no, we liked it. We liked how it went, and we mm-hmm. actually thought, like, this could make the Sixers look silly. Of course, he never played. Mm-hmm. So, right. <laughs> that... And they got swept and out they of got the first s- round. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the... I just don't know... Like, I, if I'm Durant, I'm looking at this team, I'm like, I could, I, could, I could win with this team. Unless he's just done with Kyrie, which is very possible. Then... Uh, then have the front office trade Kyrie, you know, get, get, get whatever you can get for some three team right. trade with the Lakers and do all that crap. But I, I just don't see an actual realistic spot for Durant. It's it, everything that they're going to have to trade for and all that crap is going to be so complicated and just destroy any mm-hmm. team that trades for him. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I saw a package that the wizards could put together that I think you sent me actually. I did. I did. Let's let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, why not? Come home, Durant. Come <laughs> home. I mean, it actually makes perfect sense. It does. They they wanted an all star, and they're gonna get they're gonna get Porzingis, all star, get him on there. 
Uh, and then, look, all the guys that they've drafted within the 10 to 14 range for the past five years, put them all in the trade. Yeah, Who take cares? Them all. Take them all. <laughs> take them all. If you have – and you have Durant. You'd have Durant, Beal. Uh, you probably have to give up Kuzma. And then you still have a solid team, I think, with whatever you throw in there. But that also induces free agents. The one the, – the vet right. ins, like – uh, the guys that haven't signed yet, and th- it, you'd look like a Nets roster. You'd have like Blake Griffin yeah. and uh, uh, and like Carmelo Anthony and crap like that. But, I like that, but <laughs> but it's still better than it's better than what you have now. What they have now, right yeah. now, because now they're also not going anywhere, nor do they have a future. Yeah, so at least at that point, with their hand, you'd have a chance to do something right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I think that would be that's my favorite trade so far that I've seen. Yeah, in all the wizard stuff. But well, because you have Rui, Kispert, I guess Johnny Davis, Denny. That's four guys in the last four years. I think I guess those were the last four round picks, and then you have like Gafford and Kuzma. So you have a lot of pieces that could be moved. Yeah, you have a lot of tradable pieces that could be in there. And solid players, I think. Like, solid Ooh. players that will go into a Nets team and actually... And they're all young. So, it's like you can you can still salvage, be like, oh, this is our future now. Like, we don't have all these mm-hmm. picks, but we have all this. Um, so, I uh, I think that would be the perfect thing so far. But, you know, that's probably not going to happen. We, we can't no, have nice things not. in D.C. No. All right. Some other, uh, I guess, free agent little leftovers. Bruce Brown, I liked him going to the Nuggets. I think he'll be playing. He's playing with the nice passing big man in Jokic, and we'll get some good looks there. Uh, any other big ones that I was thinking of? It's funny, Thomas Bryant. Really. Oh yeah, Thomas Bryant the to the Lakers. He apparent a lot of it's Celtics people sense. wanted him. Really, uh, I didn't know why. I like, I guess. You know, it's he's a pretty decent offensive center. Yeah, and if is. you have like the guys they have right now, like Robert Williams is in a good score. Horford, you don't know what he's going to look like next year. So, yeah, I could see. How I that think that would that would have made sense, but now he gets to play with Bron. Yeah, he gets to uh, get some lobs with Bron. Wasn't he on the Lakers at some point? I think he was drafted by them. Yeah. Okay. And they so- got him. Didn't How did the, they get him? The Wizards got they, him. They basically the, just gave him away. Yeah, him and uh, Mo Wagner and one other and, uh, guy. Bonga. Bonga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. The, the Wizards trade. Because that was the salary cap trade they needed for Anthony Davis. Right, right. So now he's back. Yeah, the Wizards just kind of backed into those three guys. And now... now all I remember Bonga. I was, like, looking up, like, reading about him. And they were, like, ceiling? Giannis. Floor? <laughs> Out of the league in one year. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> I remember him starting at point guard. He did. For and then the he would play like game. nine minutes. Yeah, and then get subbed out. Uh, another former wizard, Troy Brown Jr., the Lakers, too. Yeah. What I, 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 so the, the late, yeah, he bust. The Lakers got him, Lonnie Walker, Damian Jones, all young players under 30, which that alone, they're all like, they're not. None of them are good at defense, really. So I don't know why they got like the Lakers. All they needed was defense, but no, yeah, Thomas Bryant is not a good defensive center. Neither is Lonnie Walker, and neither is uh, what's his, who we just talked about, Troy Brown Jr. So I don't know what Troy Brown's good at. <laughs> he's he's just kind of like there. probably your most average player ever. He really is just an average player. But this, I guess, helps the Lakers. I don't. If Russell Westbrook is running up this team, I still don't see any change. You see that he has the worst three-point rating than Ben Simmons? In 2K? He's also a 72. A is 72. he that low? I, all right. I understand, but you can't, you're can't. you not going to give the guy an 80. Are you sure that's real? From what I've seen, Russell Westbrook was a 72. But that I could have been debated on Twitter. Because uh, I saw one that said Chet Holmgren was the first rookie to get at 90, and I'm pretty sure Yeah, there's fake. no way. That's that's definitely yeah. fake. Uh, let's see. I'm looking it up right now. The Sim- Simmons was a 58 from three, and Westbrook was 56. So that one I was believable. Yes. 
a, they only a 72 overall. Mm. That's that's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. He's not that bad. No, I don't think he's that bad either. I mean, 72 is a guy that, like, is your ninth or tenth drafted. man off the bench. Yeah, just got drafted. Uh, So, I like, poor poor Westbrook, I guess. But I, I mean, guess, he has trash. Yeah, he's just got to play better. He can play better and make yeah. it up. Uh, any other any other ones that we've missed so far? It's weird that Harden has not been signed yet. Technically. Yeah, that is weird. I didn't think I've about seen... that. Well, they're trying to probably trying to settle on a number. I know, and I've seen numbers being flying it's around. Not just the max. I guess. Yeah, because apparently he wants to take a team friendly deal, mm-hmm. and I I don't know, but it looks like he's coming back. Uh, I guess well, have they have they done anything? Not since we last talked. Besides, all bringing right. all the Rockets guys back, the band back together. Right. Um. All right. Other. Did we talk about John Wall at all? It it had happened. It had happened. I don't so. think we talked about it, but I guess we'll talk about it for a second. I think it's a good fit. It's interesting. It's an interesting fit because the last time he played, what he played forty games for the Rockets like two years ago. And yeah, I don't even know if he played that many. But you're getting a guy at 31 years old who has been doing nothing but training the past four years. He's been nothing but rehabbing. Well, you you would hope. You would hope and think. Yeah. But He and... slipped in the shower and tore his Achilles. <laughs> slipped in the shower. That's that's the issue with this Clippers team. They're really good on paper. They made a glass. It's a medical disaster. Yeah. An absolute disaster by this Clippers team because – any one of these guys, Paul George, Kawhi, or now Wall, can be just done for the season. Yeah, Never. well, Paul George has been the most reliable. Yeah, and that's not a, that's not a good thing. Not really what you want now. But I don't know. It's a, Wall's like you haven't seen him play in so long. Yeah, so now, so it could end up being like a cool story where he comes back and he's like actually all he needs to do is be serviceable. Yep. He needs it's to be like they're backing on and being an all star because they have George and Kawhi. Right? Yeah, they don't need him to be an all star, and they 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 have a, a very depth team that has a lot of players on it, and they're going to be spending mm-hmm. bank with a luxury tax, which the owner yeah. is of the Clippers doesn't care. So, um, sorry. Yeah, still... it's uh, Steve Ballmer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Ballmer will pay anything because yeah. he can. Uh, any other? I don't think it's so it's been slow ever since the Durant news has come out. And that is because mm-hmm. everyone's just waiting on Durant now. So yep. I think, well, there also weren't many free agents to begin with. Yeah. There weren't like, many big like ones. Brunson was the top guy. That's true. It's true. Uh, and a lot of the, the one, like the real top guys, like Beal, the big ones resigned. Yeah. They all resigned. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know what, will happen afterwards but i know after the durant trade happens we'll get all like colin sexton that's all i got colin sexton is probably the only one we're waiting on but i think that'll be the only one that is any sort of needle pusher i guess you know forgot about him anyway yeah but he hurt this year he was and if he goes to a a good team that could actually use him he could Mm -hmm. be he could be a really good player all right so that does it for the uh the free agency recap the nfl is not done chris it's all it's all been nba it's getting started yeah exactly and it's all been nba stuff it's all been nba news until today where baker mayfield has been officially traded to the carolina panthers who are the browns going to start when watson gets suspended for a year that's my question kobe Brissett, they're running out (laughs) no i'm serious that's who they're running out with i mean he's not that much worse than baker Ooh. I all right. Baker is such a weird tale because he was he was injured this year. We knew he was injured. We knew he was mm-hmm. playing on it. So he had a bad year. He should have just let himself sit. I think he can. I I think he can still turn his career around. I don't think he is done. So the the thing with him going to the Panthers is it's very similar to what they did with Darnold. Darnold was much worse though than Baker. Yes. And it's a place where, like, there's not as much spotlight on him. Because, like, Darnold was in New York. New York's New York. 
Baker was in Cleveland and they hadn't won in 30 years. So, uh, you know, of course, it's the number one pick. There's a lot of tension there. Now he goes to Carolina where it's just kind of like, all right, let him do their thing, have their fun. But even if he does turn his career around, like what is, what's his ceiling? I, I, I have no idea. It's he could like his ceiling is like I mean, Tannehill. I, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's because that's always it. the example I think of in these situations where you're giving a guy like that a second chance. Like Tannehill's the only one I can think of. Where, like it that really worked, worked out. out. Yeah, that's true. I and even now, like... even now, it's like because you got to pay him eventually, and it's like mm-hmm. do we really want Tannehill to be making this much? Money? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you have to deal, it's the Kirk Cousins saga. Yeah, just an average quarterback that can with. probably get you wins, and uh, I don't know. Did we we made we did our top. I mean, he he was neither on our top tens. I don't. Would he be on your top twenty quarterbacks? Baker. Yeah, I have to look at it, but probably? thinking about it, probably I around would be. nineteen eighteen. I would think. Yeah. Um, so it's an upgrade. Right, it's an upgrade. Yep. The team is we we've liked this team for a while. We've been we put our stamp of approval on the Carolina Panthers before we we took away we rescinded our stamp of approval because they have traded a second round pick, a third round pick, two fourth round picks, a fifth and a sixth for Darnold trading up for Matt Corral and now Baker Mayfield. That just screams desperation. It's yeah. And it feels like moves made by a team who thinks that they have a roster ready to win now. And exactly. I and they think they do. I don't think they do either. They, but here's the thing. Tom Brady's getting older. Jameis Winston's in that uh, division. And then. Uh, Falcons are a bunch of fire. Yeah. So they can be, I think they're looking at this weak division that is getting weaker and weaker by the years and thinking like, hey, we could sneak in to the wild card. The, the whole conference is not that good. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The whole NFC has been like, butchered. This is not a deep conference. Mm-mm. So you have the Rams, the the Packers, Packers, the Bucks. To throw the 49ers in there. I love the Saints. I'm big on the and Saints this year. I know you do. Yeah, but it's not like there's no world beaters in this conference. No, not at all. So I like the move. I like just getting better. You know, you're getting better for a mm-hmm. fifth round pick. It's not any risk. Yep. The the bake the I mean the Browns. I was gonna say the Bakers. The Browns took uh, a good chunk of Baker's money still, so you're only paying them eight million. They have the money to do it. Now it's gonna be a fun QB competition between those three guys. Yeah, I mean now yeah now I, I kind of feel bad for Darnold. I kind of know his. That's just kind of a signal saying, uh, yeah, you're done, buddy. You're done. Yeah. Especially after draft Corral drafting Corral was already yeah, like a you're done, buddy. Yeah, move. Saying, yeah. We're ready for you to, you know, he can hang around a little bit longer, but you know. He's gonna make a great soon. XFL player. Darnold. Darnold? Yeah, he'll make a great XFL player because he'll be out of the I mean, I'm sure he'll be someone's backup for the next backup and he'll have one really good game. Or one really horrible game. <laughs> at some point in the rest of his career i agree and he'll, oh, it'll, it'll be like some injury happens and it'll be like a thursday night and it's like great now we have to watch sam darnold for mm-hmm. for, for a prime All time the first game. six picks yeah. <laughs> watch him see ghosts again yep <laughs> so uh that's the biggest nfl news we've had in a while i'm still i'm i'm excited for this season i have you seen what uh robert griffin said about mac jones no, but I saw what he said about my team. What do you, all right, what do you say about the, the commanders? Well, first he said that like the offense is very exciting with all the weapons they have and they upgraded era and he said like Wentz has a lot to work with. And then he followed it up and said, However, as exciting as the offense is, the defense is even more exciting. Uh oh. And then he just started listing off like basically everything that we said before last season and then they sucked. <laughs> but, you know, New season, easier schedule, ready to go. I haven't heard any drama in like a week, which is a pretty long period of time. Especially for the the Washington. Uh, right. There hasn't been a, another hearing. Jack Del Rio has kept his mouth shut. What's, so. uh, what's up with the hearings? Is is it actually going to amount to anything? Or is it just another 
So I don't think so. Okay. Because they subpoena Snyder, but he's not in the country right now, which means they'd have to. I was listening to like some lawyer came on one of the DC guys' podcasts, and I was, I think I kind of understood what it was. But basically, if they were to subpoena him while he's out of the country, there'd have to be some sort of communication between our government and like the French government. And then that would be complicated. They can also like challenge the subpoena in court. And then the lady who's like the head of the committee, her term is going to expire at midterms. So, so the committee happen. could just do it all. Yeah, so nothing's going to happen. So he could just fight it. He could fight the the here or the subpoena in court up until the lady is just out of Congress, and then then I don't know what. I think it probably would just be over. So basically, what you're saying is that nothing's going to happen, just like Correct. every other time, and nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so Rob, Robert Griffin made a prediction for Mac Jones. He said that out of all the second year quarterbacks, he will be the first to win a Super Bowl. I'm all on board. I'm so ready. Uh, have you, so, I mean, I know you've seen Mac, uh, Jack Jones. <sighs> I'd rather have, I'd almost rather have the dad bod. <laughs> uh, I mean the the dad bod was such a was such a great great meme I, and it's funny he he'll be jacked but I'm sure he'll still have that that belly mm-hmm. that that belly doesn't just go away so yeah. I don't know I uh I think I'm ex- I'm hoping for a, a good year from from Mac and a lot of people are on my side so love to see it all the signs point towards it yeah I I hate so. People always go, oh, like this is that like last year when Mac Jones was doing well, they're like, oh, well, this is a ceiling. It's like, why is why is this all of a sudden Mac Jones a ceiling, but every other quarterback gets Hall of Fame ceilings? Right, Zach Wilson can throw yeah. every game, but yeah, but but they'll be like, oh, the Jets will be good higher. because yeah, because and I like I guess I get it because he was an older quarterback drafted, he played for the Alabama scheme, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make any sense that like, oh, Trey Lance could be the next Mahomes, but. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones is just some he's just Mac Jones. That's all he is. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's that's my thoughts on it. there's not gonna be we're not gonna see it, no proof or not until the season starts. So big year. Big year for him. I think that's all the NFL news that I've got. Yeah, I mean this the Baker thing was the first thing in a while. Yeah. We'll uh we'll have to do our next eh, what would our next top ten be? We could we do we could do tight ends, or we could do. I was just thinking we could do just O lines, like the whole line, because we don't. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna pick the the best O lineman. I I don't even know if I know the best O line. Yeah, we'll just Enough do tight ends. We'll line. just do O lines and then go to defense. Up. I mean tight yeah. ends and then go to defense. Um. Yeah. All right. So I guess that does it. Right now we're gonna do our uh, our top five things that put us in a good mood. So, uh, Chris, get your get your list out, and I'll put the right. I'll put the picture picture up of Chris. This is Chris you want me to go now. back and forth or just sit here? No, nah, there's a picture of you in front of it now. So you don't want me to, you don't want me to go back and forth? Eh, it's up to you. I don't care. If you okay. go back and forth, I, I'll be able to see it, so I'll be able to flip it on and off. Okay. All right, you go number one since you're already looking at it. All right, my number one is pretty easy, which is winning. Win- oh. Anytime I win. Yeah. In anything, mm-hmm. whether it's bike ball on the beach or the Redskins win on Sunday, makes my whole week. Whether, yeah, fantasy football, I, spike ball, pickup game, just want to win. I get it. I get that mindset. Yeah. I and the, the quote from Moneyball, Billy Bean says, I hate losing even more than I want to win, which I think might be true for me. So part of my when I win, part of it is just like being satisfied. Yeah, it's it's not it's it's avoiding the loss. It's you know satisfaction mm-hmm. is as you said, and you're right. It once you win at like something small too, it just makes your mood for the whole day better. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter who I beat either. <laughs> beat little kids in speedball and be proud of it. Oh, I dude, I, I did a couple summers ago. <laughs> I uh I played pickup 2v2 against like two little kids and old man and i was i felt like kevin durant i felt like i i felt like kd i could get to any spot i wanted 
and ugh, that that alone made made my whole day even though it was against an old man and two two little kids but yeah, what's a win wins a win wins a win they the want players on your schedule yeah exactly they asked me to play and what am i just gonna say no because they're an old man and two little kids no i'm gonna kick their ass um all right my first one pretty uh i mean pretty normal one for for this list so i had to put it at one it's a good song good songs playing yep, i that on mine can't be in a bad mood if a good song is jamming out yep especially one of my favorites is if you like when you find a good song that you listen to like every day when i find good songs i know some people will just like listen to them all the time i try to listen to them only like once a day but then like when i'm driving home from work maybe i'll be like oh i'll play the song it's my favorite song right now Oh yeah, yeah. The drive home from work is yeah, always great mood. Always has to be good vibes on the songs, cause then it's yep. it just refreshes you from the long day at work. Mm-hmm. I I totally agree with that, cause it's you don't want to overplay the songs, you know. Right. Or sometimes what will happen is I'll find a song, and then I'll listen to it a couple times, and be like, I really like it, and then I'll like almost forget that I like it and hear it again like a couple months later. That's a good way. To and do that's it. a big. That's yeah. a good way to do it. Uh, doesn't right. happen often, but yeah, when you that. can, uh, they, they put me to good mood. When you can use the, uh, what is that? Like it, not, I guess patience. The patience mm-hmm. comes in, and you're waiting, and it makes it makes it even better. Yep. All right. All right. Speaking of the drive home from work, my number two is the weekend. Oh. At first, I was just gonna put like Friday nights, but throw Saturday nights in there too. Yeah. Just the feeling of not having to work the next day. Or yeah. go to school or class. Yep, not having to go to school, not having to worry about... The best feeling in the... Well, the second best feeling in the world <laughs> for my list. Yeah, you get... But just everything is better. Like, food tastes better. Mm-hmm. Music sounds better. Because there's nothing, Funny in, there's nothing in the way, you know? There's nothing yeah. nothing to worry about. Like you can just, hanging over your head. Yeah, nothing hanging over your head. Especially the, the, week, the week at school and then you get all the schoolwork done. I get it done normally Thursdays. And then after that, it's like, all right, weekend starts now. Nothing mm-hmm. to worry about. I got one class. Oh, yeah, an early start to the weekend. Yeah, even better. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, all right, my next one. Getting up – so this is going to – you're going to have to hold with me on this one. Getting up early. Getting up early. But after the whole, like, getting up early part, when it's when it's still early in the morning and, like, you would have been asleep this time, but you're actually doing stuff. Puts me in a good mood to realize, like, hey, I'm not wasting the day, you know? I'm just, I'm out here, I got up early, and now I can finish out the whole rest of my day and even take a nap later. Okay. That's fair. There are, there are times where I feel like that. Yeah. It's like, like yesterday, I, I woke up, and actually, I didn't leave my room until, like, 1. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like, I just wasted my whole day, you know? Like, I... Now I got – I was, like, out for a little bit, and I was like, oh, it's already 4. Like, I could have been out earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the opposite when you when you wake up early. And, like, maybe you have a doctor's appointment early, so it's like, ah, oh, you got to get up. And then once it's over, you're like, all right, I got the whole rest of the day ahead of me. Yeah, no, that's true. I just don't – like, there are so few times where I actually wake up early to do stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm the same way. That's why oh. that, That's why it makes me feel good. Makes, that's why it puts me in a good mood. That's true, yeah. The Almost the only thing is, like, if I'm going to play golf. <laughs> gotta get like up that, times. Like, kind of early tea time. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get it stop. past. Once, like, it's it's breaking the – it's, like, breaking the 10 and 11 mark for me. It's, like, once it gets into double digits, I'm like, all right, I feel like I'm starting to waste my day a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I've also noticed going off that that I have way more energy when I get up early. Yes. On days where I'm off. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get up on a Saturday at like 10 a.m. and I'll have so much energy. Whereas yeah. when I wake up at 9:30 for work, I'm exhausted. Yeah, it's just like also looking like when it's a day off and you wake up early, it's like all right, I have the whole day to do whatever I want. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Let me not waste this day. Like I just mm-hmm. got eight hours of sleep. That's plenty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. Yeah, you're you're convincing me on that one. All right, I'm glad. I'm glad. Because for when I hear get up early, that's I don't want to hear. I don't want any business of that. <laughs> but <laughs> I see where you're coming from. All right. My next one is warm weather. Warm okay. weather is another one where 
if you're going somewhere and you step outside and you're just like, wow, it's 70 degrees, the sun's out, but it's not too hot. Maybe there's a little breeze. That changes everything. That versus like a 30, and I don't even mind the cold that much, but it's this is mostly true when I'm at school and I have to walk to class because walking to class when it's cold and windy puts me in a bad mood. Yeah. Actually. The opposite of that be warm weather. The and it's it's warm is the key because it gets hot very quickly. Yeah, no. And then once it's much. hot, it's too much. It's it seems like a drag to, to do anything. You're sweating in class. Yeah, you're sweating in class. You're you're coming in. The worst is when it's cold in the morning, and then hot later in the day. You come in with a sweatshirt yeah. on, and then all of a sudden you're sweating through it, and you got then you got to carry the sweatshirt all day. That's what really puts you in a bad mood. But yeah, the decision on whether or not I should carry my sweatshirt. Yeah. Or just wear it and be hot is a tough one. It's a terrible one. So you're right. A crisp, nice, warm day always puts anyone in a good mood. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm a man. I can put a hug on my list. Oh, okay. So you're going to say something else. <laughs> no, no, a hug. <laughs> a hug puts me in a good mood, you know? Hey, yeah, I like hugs. Yeah. So... I'm man enough to say I could put a, a hug puts me in a good mood. That's all I got. Hug. <laughs> no argument with it. Just a hug. Makes you uh, feel warm inside. Yeah. Makes you feel loved. Everyone should feel that way. Yeah. Alright. You're you're next. I got one. nothing else on the hug. Nah, nah, neither do I. That's all. It was just all right. My number four is live sports. Just the feeling of being in that atmosphere. I feel like every game I go to, I just kind of like look around for a second. I take it in. I'm like, this is really cool. Yeah. That they... last, the last baseball game when I went to the doubleheader, and we like sat down and like the game started, and I looked around. I got 18 innings of this. Pretty sweet. And it's it doesn't matter the venue. It's like because mm -hmm. the the new venue is what makes it cool. You know, it's like oh, like checking out this stadium, checking out this, checking out the the tailgating beforehand, the mm -hmm. the getting there. The drive up and you see like the stadium coming up. Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, now nah, yep. I'm about to be sitting Get in there, amped up immediately. Yeah. No, that definitely puts you in a good mood. Just any anytime you get to see any anything live, I feel like puts you in a good mood. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, speaking of going to live, I went to a uh, a comedy show live. Shout out to my my neighbor Justin. He uh, he got us in, and it was all stand up and. This mm -hmm. is, and it's the first stand-up I've ever seen live. Electric. I went like two or three weeks ago. Really? To see uh, to see John Mulaney. Oh. In Atlantic that's City. Awesome. Yeah, it was a cool show. And the, like the openers too. Like I'll laugh at any comedian. Oh yeah, like, yeah. The, the openers, openers were, were cool. Mm -hmm. And then he's on for like an hour. But yeah, no comedy shows are. Yeah, comedy are shows are expensive. They are expensive. I I got in. Uh, luckily. My boy Justin hooked me up with the the VIP passes. They're free. Oh, nice. Yeah, but uh, no, that was a great Is it, time. Uh, like anyone famous? Uh, Justin Justin Scott Spiegel, the radio show ninety eight Rock. Uh, mm -hmm. so he is. Uh, he also does stand up. He also does. Oh, it was his stand up. Yeah, it was his stand up. Oh, okay. And he does. He actually does some like semi pro wrestling too. <laughs> man yeah a, he's a busy guy. guy yeah he's a busy yeah, guy seriously. <laughs> um all right yeah going to live things is great all right this next one lamar having a bad passing game always puts me in a good mood that's a great one it always puts me in a good mood because <laughs> you just know you know there's going to be some spin zone to it you know there's going to yep. be some crying of some ravens fans and then we get to just sit on this podcast and go, he's a running back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it puts me in a good mood every time. It really is so much fun. It's the best joke in sports. It is. It really... And it's like even when he plays well, you can still use it. Yeah, because when but he plays well. it's just like building up for the yeah. point where they play the Titans in the playoffs and he throws for 70 yards. Yeah, I should just put Lamar Jackson playoff games. That's what puts right. me in a good mood. <laughs> Uh yeah, it's so easy. It is, and it gets. I mean, it it gets, really doesn't get old. No, because it gets everyone wild up still. 
I people, know, people still defend Why it. Care? Why? Yeah, you can't be defending it three years later. Like clearly, he's an MVP. He's a he's clearly a quarterback. <laughs> he literally has an MVP, and people were pissed when uh he won the MVP, and I tweeted out, "Oh, first running back since Adrian Peterson." <laughs> <laughs> people were getting livid at me. It's like your dude just won the MVP. Be happy about it. I don't think They'll be crying on Twitter. <laughs> oh, it's a great right. pick. Thank you. Thank you. All right, my number five, I guess, yep. is catching up with old friends. Oh, Seeing I, someone that you haven't seen in a while, maybe yeah. maybe not even an old friend, but just someone that you haven't seen in a little bit. Have a nice long conversation, seeing what they're up to. Yeah. And you walk away, and you're like, I'm really glad that I got to talk to that person. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know when the next time I'll see him, but I know I'm going to have another mm-hmm. great conversation the next time I do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's always a good thing. It's always fun to, like, when you go – when everyone's back home in summer and there's like a, there's a party mm-hmm. going on or whatever. And you're like, Oh, like these are all a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's always a good thing. It's always, always put you in a good mood. You're right. All right. Number five. <laughs> he's, he's been on many lists. Shane Beamer. Put you in a good mood every time. I can't wait for you guys to go four and eight. Dude, he's been at like, it's just been random days where I'm just like scrolling through Twitter and it's like, oh, we just got another recruit somehow. We just got another guy. We got another guy. And every time puts me in a good mood. Even if it's like some three-star corner that will probably never play, it's like, all right, well, at least we got him. Got him over Florida. Got him over a bunch of other yep. schools. Yeah. Winning. Winning. Yeah. And, yeah, he's a as, – as we've seen so far, he's been a winner. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully he keeps it up. Hopefully he doesn't make this pick look stupid. But I actually predicted in my head that you would make that pick at some point. <laughs> when you said that we should do this one, I was like, I bet Beamer will be on there. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? He fills me with glee. I love, see- I love seeing Beamer. Do- nothing wrong with do- it. Doing anything. <sighs> I think he was on some other list that was very similar to this. That's just like – Things we love to see. Oh, it was things we love to see. Things we love to see. Yeah, yeah. Love to see. Beaver was number five. <laughs> five. I know that you've said that when we do electric things, still be on there. Oh, he's got to be on there. He's just no. He's no. He's not escaping the top fives anytime soon. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Does he always slot in at the number five spot? I I don't want to be too biased, so I I got to slot yeah, in. Yeah. Okay. Five. All right. Near next. Oh no, honorable mentions. mentions. All right, I got. Swimming, anytime you're just like frolicking around in the water, yeah, makes me happy. Uh, looking at old pictures is oh, yeah. always a good one. Yeah, just scrolling through the photos or the snap, getting the Snapchat memories. Mm-hmm. The Snapchat, great, uh, great update that they they added on that. Yes. I know it was a while ago, yeah. but uh, taking a nap. Oh, which you know is a, a big thing for me, especially on a Friday. Love, love. Um, and then podcasting. Yeah. Podcast Every podcast, I always leave satisfied and smiling. Yeah, one hundred percent. My uh, Plus it's in the morning, and then, yeah. then it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones are tough, but every other one is good. My uh, my two are very similar to what you just said. A packed episode just always yeah. puts you in a good mood, and then top fives. Top fives always yeah. put me in a good mood. After after top five, it's always like ah, oh, that was a that was a good one. Most of the time, I guess. We did what we did like. Well, once we, once we stopped doing like top five bears and like <laughs> bugs and stuff like that, because <laughs> those ones were just pretty painful to do. They were kind of painful. They were funny in theory. Like, Didn't oh, we do we're like top five rats? Like aha! But then when you actually do it. Like, first of all, how many rats are there? <laughs> Second of all, what are you going to say about the different rats? And you can't debate it. It's like, ah, oh, this rat's better oh, like, oh, than this rat. It's a good rat. <laughs> the, the best one we've ever done is the Godzilla just ruining the lizards. Because nothing was cool <laughs> after Godzilla. Nothing was oh, cool. All the lizards were ter- We had like a 10-minute conversation about how cool Godzilla was. And then that was it. And then the we, rest were, just one, like, we were just like, oh, oh uh... A lizard from Magic School Bus. Yeah. Like, oh, well, Godzilla's way better. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I no, forget who got the number one pick. I, th- I, I know we fought over it because we both had Godzilla at number one. I think that was one of the ones where we were just like, all right, 
both of our number ones are gone. Consensus number one. <laughs> so that was like top when we did top five gorillas or something. Or maybe yeah. we just top five animals. Oh, yeah, Harambe. And like Harambe easily had the number one. He's also showed up on a couple lists. A lot of lists. A lot of lists. And as well deserved as he should be. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think top five bodies of water was our best. That was dead. That's that the one was... I was thinking of. I knew he did such a stupid one. <laughs> bodies of water was awful. That was my idea. And you loved it. Uh, I just, I just knew it was gonna be, I knew it was gonna be awful. <laughs> um, we still haven't done top five colors. I'm, I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna boycott that until or numbers we, until we desperately need another one. Two. I want to do. I don't know what numbers is a really good one. I think we should do that one. <laughs> Didn't we do like sports numbers? Isn't that good enough for your numbers? No, I don't think so. Does that not satisfy your numbers need? I could have sworn we did jersey doing... numbers. Maybe we did. Actually. Yeah, because we did like linebackers with 50 numbers. That oh, yeah. Tough. No, we did worse numbers, I think. We might have done worse numbers. Yeah, we did do that because I put like double zero on there. Yeah, all right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. That was a weird list. <laughs> it's definitely a weird one. Um. All right. Well, I think now we're just kind of talking about our other top five. So yeah, looks like go back all... and listen. Yeah, go back. A lot of, of gems in there. All of them. Every single put one. Put you in a good them. mood. Yeah, every single one of them will put you in a good mood. There, it's never. It's never a bad like we talk we joke about how it's sometimes a bad conversation, but it's it's always a fun list to look at no matter what yeah. what what it is. All right, I think that does it. No uh no college corners for either of us. I don't have any. Oh wait, I do have one. I do have a college corner. Gigi Jackson's back. What he, do you mean back? He, he apparently there's he rumors commit? that no, no no there's rumors that he's declassifying. From uh, uh, UN, I don't know how that really works, but apparently, like, since I think he can skip his last year of high school and go to a college team, but wait, sure. so how does that help you guys? Because I think he can, because I think if he does that, he has to decommit from UNC. But can he just recommit to UNC? Or he could commit to Columbia. All right. Yeah, All I'm sure. saying is that there's a chance that he's there. It's not done yet. My recruiting field <laughs> is not done. Of Gigi Jackson. Have you talked to him? I've not talked to him. Should reach out. I I should reach out. Be like, look, I will give you a great pitch. Um, all right. Let me let's see. UNC basketball rumors and fireworks. All right. Well, never mind. He led some Fourth of July thing in UNC. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not done. But (laughs) whatever. There's a chance. There's still a chance out there. All right. Uh, anything for you? I'm not going to. My hopes already died when he committed, so. But I also, reading that article, it made me really sad because it said he was almost a lock to go to South Carolina before they fired Phil Harden. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Almost cried. Uh, All right. Anything for you? Just sitting around waiting for football. Yep. That's about it. I'm so ready to pack Willie B. I'm so pumped for it. I'm excited for for you in a couple years to see – UNC and UCLA coming to town. That would be very exciting. They're not even like powerhouses, though. Like, no. They've both been down. No, they've both been down. Really down. Mm-hmm. But Lincoln Riley will probably change that. So it's another team that will slaughter us every year. <laughs> but hey, it's turning into uh, it's going to be SEC versus Big Ten eventually. So yep. So at least we're on the we're on the right side of history. Yeah, you got there early. You got there very early. You got there right in time. The what I like about that story, which I guess we didn't really talk about, because we talked about the story and we talked about how, but we didn't talk about how now it's like this free agency for schools. All these schools, like it's like Pac-12 might look like this soon. It's like, and it's it's kind of yeah, it's like discovering the Americas. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're we're building the whole new lining them up. Yeah, and I kind of like it. I'm kind of for it. Get some change. I guess if you just if you're just like all right, tradition can go to hell. Yeah, and that's the, other, the way I think we talked about Let's that. Get crazy. Let's get nuts. Yeah, college is all about the tradition, yeah, and we definitely yeah we definitely talked about all that. But yeah, they're just getting nuts, and that's how it is. Doing. It's it's a very exciting time in college sports right now. That's for sure. One hundred percent. The new it's a new era for sure. No league is changing like college sports is right now. 
Yeah, until the new NBA teams come and LeBron owns one. And then all the clutch clients are on LeBron's team. Also, I mean, I guess not also. But anyways, that does it. Uh, we won't have another pod this week. We're going to let Chris enjoy his vacation. We'll be back on Tuesday and Friday next week. And I hope you guys all enjoy the weekend. And I don't know. If there's a if there's a Kevin Durant trade, I'll, I'll force you to get on, though. We'll, we can do an emergency pod. Yeah, we'll do an emergency pod. But yeah. don't look for us for the rest of the week. We'll see everybody next week. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the rest of the week. See everybody on Tuesday.